Check one, two, one, two. Is this thing working? You're listening to Rabbi Ariel Scholklapper, the wisdom and tools you need to thrive. Hi, Rob Ariel here. We're going to jump into step seven. Hopefully you're doing this immediately after doing step six right away. Step seven is humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. Interestingly, again, this is higher power driven. I'll jump into the quotes now. Quote one, I've learned that letting go of my defects does not eliminate my personality. It allows it to come through and shine for the first time since I was a very young child, unquote. This quote resonated with me because I think it's beautiful. And I've also encountered people who are worried that somehow their personality is actually their protective devices. It's almost as if they don't want to give up on these traits, these qualities that they have, because they're afraid like, oh, I'm not going to be funny anymore. Or that's that's how I am, right? I, I, I am a fearful, anxious person, right? And I think that's really important to distinguish and to relinquish the fear of, because how you talk to yourself is actually going to define how you become. And I heard a really wise thing, and I've heard it many times, and they said, if you wouldn't say that to your five-year-old self, don't say it to yourself now. If you wouldn't say it to a five-year-old, don't talk to yourself that way. Right? We wouldn't want to convince a five-year-old that that's just how they are. They're just anxious. They're just fearful. They're just mean. They're just so direct that it hurts other people's feelings. No, we would try to teach them how to be in a way that was more joyful and trusting and loving and that life is not just like them being mean or, I don't know. It's like, it's a strange thing to, to be worried that you're gonna your personality is just gonna be gone because the negative aspects of you are pulled away. And this next quote really speaks to that. Quote number two, I still don't fully understand it, but I've learned to trust it. It's a gradual process, a healing process, and a spiritual process. It doesn't hurt, at least not any more than necessary to heal us from past hurts or to get our attention. It's a palatable process, and even the pain becomes palatable once we become willing to feel instead of resist, once we become willing to surrender. It is not, I learned, an instantaneous process. And there's nothing to fear. Over the years, we become changed. I did not have to change myself. I was not instantly revolutionized, unquote. I think, for me, this is speaks to the willingness that we have for this process and the patience that we're going to need for these things to actually unfold on God's time. It's not instantaneous. And when we're resisting, that's what actually hurts. The pain of the change actually hurts because we're not surrendering. We're not releasing. And once we do surrender and release and trust 
and have the patience and keep coming back and keep doing the process and keep checking in and making sure that we're not allowing our shortcomings to overtake us and to drive for us, to do the living for us, then slowly, surely, gradually, we'll unfold and become new people. We will change in the process of doing this. So we're humbly asking God to remove these shortcomings, these protective devices, and then allowing that to happen in a way that will feel good, that will continue to unfold in a natural way that will heal us. And this is the last quote for today, for this step. Quote number three, I learned to deal with feelings. I began to be healed from the backlog of feelings from my past. I even saw my past transformed and began to understand the gifts from all of it, even the most painful moments, unquote. There is such a thing as post-traumatic growth of healing. Allowing ourselves to feel also allows us to then release healing from the backlog of feelings. It's almost as if once we are equipped with tools, these tools, we can go back and start to reprocess those old memories, reinterpret them, healing ourselves from the roots and releasing the need of those protective devices, understanding what they came into our lives to help us do, recognizing how those were errors in our understanding and that they're actually not keeping us safer, that actually being honest and feeling our feelings and finding the gifts within those moments that actually we have this post-traumatic growth a feeling of if we hadn't gone through those things, we probably wouldn't have the strength that we now have. And we can actually forgive ourselves for taking so long to let go. So that's step seven. Humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. That's a process that you can do just on your own once you recognize what those things are. If you haven't explored what those things are, those protective devices, go back to step six, and there's a whole list of things that it could be, and if you don't know what those are, you can also ask your higher power to show you. So keep coming back. It works if you work it, and you're worth it. And we'll jump into step eight, and nine, which are a coupling, in the next episodes. Take care. To stay updated on new episodes, subscribe on iTunes or follow on Facebook.com slash Rabbi Shulk. That's Rabbi Shulk, R-A-B-B-I-S-H-O-L-K.